Josh, you have, you've talked about how there might be a misnomer with uh, hurry-up offense. People think, oh, you're just throwing it all over the park. You have actually had good rushing statistics with this yeah. offense, haven't you? Our, our rushing statistics have been better than our passing uh, statistics uh, certain years. Uh, for us, uh, your, your personnel is always going to dictate where, where you lean a little bit. But uh, for us, it starts with the run game, man, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, creating a vertical run game, uh, creating alleys and lanes for our backs to get started. Uh, you know, what we did uh, at the previous stop here inside the league two years where we set a uh, power five record for least amount of zero negative yard plays, allowing you to play ahead of the chains. And, and uh, you know, the first people that will ask for tempo is our offensive linemen when they're coming to the sideline. Uh, they like to play with the tempo and uh, create an advantage against that D-line that they're facing. Do you run to set up the pass, pass to set up the run, or does that depend on what the defense is I, doing? I think it, it, it's dictated by what you're seeing, right? Um, you you want to attack them where they're weakest and create matchups in the run game or in the pass game that you have an opportunity to win. And uh, you can't just slam it up there in, in a loaded box all day long and think that you're going to create a bunch of explosive plays. And, and uh, so I, I think you've got to see how they're playing you and, and find a way to attack it. At the end of the day, you've got to have balance. You've got to be able to do both things. With your offensive linemen, do you want big, strong, bulky guys? Do you want smaller, more athletic guys who can block out in space? What are you looking for in uh, an offensive lineman? This is a line of scrimmage league. You've got to be big. You've got to be strong. Uh, inside, you've got to be wide-hipped. And, mm-hmm. and on the tackles, you've got to be athletic because you've got to pass protect against uh, elite pass rushers, man. And, and uh, so you're looking for those skill sets, and you've got to tra- train it and develop it, but you certainly want to uh, pinpoint it in recruiting. Is it fair to say that your quarterback battle entering August is wide open? Absolutely. Yeah, uh, I'm being completely transparent in that. Uh, I think you got to let guys grow. Um, you know, coming out of spring ball, uh, there are certain deficiencies that all of them had. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we added a new guy to the mix in Joe. And uh, you got to let them go through the summer and, and find out where they're at in, in training camp. And it's physical skill set. It's ability to handle a great play, handle a negative play, and come back and be the, be the same guy the following play. How can your quarterbacks improve from spring training to August the 4th? Holy cow, man. Uh, strength and conditioning, right? Obviously, everybody inside of your program. Installs. They get another round of installs, right? Uh, I firmly believe you've got to be able to teach it to actually do it, to master it. And kids get an opportunity to really start mastering what they're doing during the course of the summer. Fundamentally, it's the first time that you've coached them for 15 practices. They get a chance to go out and improve on their own in the fundamentals and technique. And playing the quarterback position, it's true at every position, but playing the quarterback position, fundamentals matter, man. Getting your feet in the right place, getting your eyes in the right place, getting your body in the right place matters to you being able to make the right decision, but then also be accurate with the football when you make that decision. I would think that in your offense, you need depth at receiver. You need depth at running back. Where are you in those two areas? Yeah, we're thinner just in our entire program. We're thinner than than you typically would be. And, uh, you know, we got hit by the portal uh, before I got there to campus. There's been a couple of guys that have earned their way out of our program uh, since I got there, but not very many. Um, But we're going to be thinner than you want to be. It's imperative that our young kids that have come into the program um, pick up what we're doing and learn how to compete at a championship level really quickly. Uh, but we're going to have to stay healthy during the course of the season. I told somebody that we will know how effective your offense is in year one depending on how many defenses fake injuries. Is that a pretty good indicator? <laughs> uh, there might be some truth to that. That, 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 that is real. Um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, it's definitely played out here. Uh, defense, what are your expectations this year? You're 
shorthanded with Def. We talked about that, but what, what are your expectations? Yeah, you look at the eight guys we added after spring ball. Six of them were on defense, two on each level, two D-linemen, two linebackers, two secondary. Uh, we're thinner there, got hit in particular uh, by the portal at that position or that side of the football. It's important that, uh, that those guys master what we're doing. Um, we're thinner than we want to be on that side of the football. I also think that we have some really good pieces, and I think the culture and energy, let's say, in our, our D-line room is completely different than when we started spring ball right now. Man, I like where those guys are starting to trend and, and head. Uh, we have some experience on, on the secondary. Some of these young guys got to come in and be able to play uh, at a high level, too, to create some depth in, in the secondary. And so uh, at linebacker, I feel like, you know, Pack has come on and had a great spring, but a lot of those bodies that are in that linebacker room have not played in the Tennessee helmet here recently. You know, uh, we got guys that have come back off of injury. They haven't been in our system yet, so we're going to find out a lot about that position as we go through the early part of training camp. How excited are you? How excited do you think your players are that now when you open the season on a Thursday night, there's the potential to have 100,000 at Neyland State. Man, let's go. Uh, shoot, <laughs> no one's more excited than I am, but our players are fired up, man. They, they're they excited, and, and, and our staff is too, to, to be able to put on, on TV the product that is Tennessee football and who we are and how we're different than, than, than where we've been. And, and uh, we ain't going to be perfect, but, man, uh, the way that we compete, the style of play, uh, those are the things that uh, that recruits and people across the country will have an opportunity to see. But to do it in front of your home crowd, uh, to get out there in front of 40,000 at the Vol Walk, see Vol Navy, man, let's go. Uh, there's a potential for the college football playoff to go from four to 12 teams. You, you, were you in favor of expanding that? Yeah, I, I think player experience, the more teams that get an opportunity to compete mm-hmm. for it, great. At the same time, you, you got to balance what is college football and the life that they're living in. Uh, I don't think you want to take away uh, from the entire bowl experience for, for all the teams that get that opportunity. I think that's a really unique experience inside of college football. I know that seniors haven't opted to play unless they're in the playoff. There have been more guys opting out. But there's still a huge number of people that get an opportunity to benefit from that experience. Um, but I think you got to look at the, the number of games, uh, the totality of the season, how does that play out in December and January, and make sure that you come to a, a really good landing spot. A couple more questions. Uh, Recruiting. Uh, Obviously, people know about the NCAA concerns that you have, but it looks like in the month of July you picked up some momentum in recruiting. Where do you feel like you are in recruiting? Yeah, I I like where we're at. You're never where you want to be. But I I just, you know, for us, coming in late January, our staff getting there, let's say middle of February, complete staff, and you're behind in recruiting in a big way. And... Uh, we spend an inordinate amount of time just trying to develop relationships with players. Um, the question uh, on uh, the NCAA sanctions or investigation, sure, that's a question that we've hit head on with uh, with our recruits. But the ability to get them on campus and then get them have an opportunity to see Tennessee, see who we are, and talk with our players and get a true understanding of what's going on inside of Tennessee football now is why we've picked up momentum here in July, and, and I feel like uh, we're going to continue that momentum. Have you been given any indication when the investigation might conclude? I, I don't. I, I'm not involved in, in those conversations right now. I get some, know, I, I, I get some feedback. Yeah, I just I, I don't think we're at a landing spot right now. You know what I mean? Where uh, there's certainty with that as far as uh, we'll, we'll be able to move forward uh, on a certain date. Name, image, and likeness. you got a player that you inherited that's got a multi-million dollar 
landscaping business. Yeah. And I just wonder, uh, when are you going to go to work for him and start posting hey, man. Hey, things no. on your Twitter account to help him sell some malt? Hey, uh, that's a great point. I'm going to get asked about that as soon as I get back to campus now, too. He'll, he'll pick up on that. I, listen, what a great opportunity for, for young people to um, – maximize their experience right, and take advantage of, of some things that as a player I wish I had had, had the opportunity to. I think it has an opportunity to change the landscape of how they approach things that they're doing in their everyday life right, and be cognizant of the decisions that they're making and understand that they're creating a, a brand, a resume for themselves that when football ends, uh, they're ready to go attack life. So the brand, I want to ask you about this. Do you think because they're establishing their brand that maybe you won't have as many discipline problems, that maybe people will understand, hey, I, I need to be this type of person. If I want to establish a brand that can make me successful. Absolutely has a chance to change everybody's decisions that they are making. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It changes the game. Have you talked to your players about that? For sure. <laughs> right? We talk to them about it all the time. I mean, yeah. we're, we're constantly trying to educate them on positive uh, posts or tweets, right, and negative posts and tweets and, and what the perception of you is. And that's before name, image, and likeness ever went into effect in July 1. You're trying to educate your players that all the experiences and everything that they put out there outside of the game is going to come back to them in some way too, right? And you reap what you sow, and, and uh, so be mindful of what you're doing. Josh, we appreciate it. Thank you very Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Great being okay. with you. Good to see you.